Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, I'm surprised by what we found in a study earlier on. A study in the United States has shown that Gen Z, and for this study, you're talking about people aged 13 to 24, um, Gen Z want to see more emotional relationships in uh, movies and basically less sex and less romance um, in, yeah, less, sorry, less sex, but more nomance, <laughs> whatever that is. We're going to find out um, right now. Um, entertainment journalist uh, Serena Bellissimo is uh, with me. Serena, good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Live. Hey, Adrian, I was as surprised as you were by this finding. Yeah, like, want, um, young people want less sex in television and in movies. Yeah, which makes sense. So this is a study that came out of UCLA and they interviewed about 1,500 young people with 100 from each um, age group that you mentioned there. And it's when you look into it, it actually makes sense. I think they're tired of Hollywood taking shortcuts. You know, there were a few people who said, you know, sometimes you don't need the sex or the romance to tell the story. They want more in-depth stories. They want more stories that deal with connection. And they just, at the end of it all, they just want representation. You know, the the romantic stories we see are still so, you know, um, they're not multi uh, multifaceted. You know, it's a guy and a girl. And, you know, sometimes now we may see... Um, gay relationships, but they want more. They want across the spectrum. So what what they said, and I was interested in this, that uh, almost half, and again, we're talking about 13 to 24-year-olds, young people who you would think, especially when you're in your uh, late teens and early 20s, you would have thought that sex is on their mind morning, noon and night, but no. They want, um, nearly half said that uh, sex and sexual content is not needed for the plot of most uh, TVs and uh, TV shows and movies. So they just don't feel it necessary. Well, they're, because they want to engage with what they're seeing. They're, they're looking for connections. And it was really interesting to hear that, you know, a lot of this has to do with, you know, we're all, we all think that we've moved on from COVID, but now is when we're actually hearing the repercussions of those three years that we had in lockdown. And a lot of them are just looking for connection and for communities. And they do that in three, they do that in a lot of ways, but the three main ways was, you know, obviously in person, then there's on social media and then they're turning to the TV and film to connect. And, you know, because when you're watching TV shows or films, then there's the fandom that comes with all of that as well. So they're just, they're looking for different ways to connect. And when it comes to Hollywood, if you're seeing a sex scene, there's nothing, that's not really, that's dealing with the physicality of it all. They want to see the emotion. Okay, so they they believe that a story can be told without the need to have a, a sex scene, for example. Yeah, yeah, and I loved um, in this, uh, the report was called Teens and Screens, and they actually quoted Olivia Rodrigo um, from an interview with NME, where they were asking her had she seen The Idol, and The Idol was the show with Lily Rose Depp and The Weeknd, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it was all about a pop star, and there was a lot of sex in that, and she turned around and actually said about The Idol, I don't have the desire to. I remember walking out of Barbie and being like, wow, it's so long since I've seen a movie that is female-centred in a way that is isn't sexual or about her pain or being traumatised. So they're looking for more. 
Okay, interesting. Stay with me for a second there, uh, Serena. That is um, entertainment journalist Serena Bellissimo. Adam is on the line. And Adam, as a member of Gen Z, uh, do you agree that we need more platonic relationships in films? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that'd be nice. I think, like, a really big issue, from my perspective at least, is that we're a lot more media literate now, like in terms of like COVID or even just the fact that we have so much technology and like movies and film and TV shows in our life now. We've gotten a lot more kind of keen on why things are getting shown to us. So like a lot of the time, like sex scenes are used in shows just to be like, oh, look at this really like edgy thing that we're doing. And aren't we so cool? Like in The Idol. Or it's just used to pad time or it's just like really poorly done or poorly shot. And like, if if you're sitting down to watch a movie for a sex scene, you'd be sitting down to watch something else, you know? Mm. Um, like I, I think if you're watching a movie, you're doing it to get some sort of like emotional fulfillment or some sort of feeling from it. And I think with the way that kind of a lot of films just throw these scenes at you, there's no emotional connection to it. Um, like at least if there's two characters that are like really, really close and like this is a part of their like plot and stuff like that. That's grand, but it's just, it's not entertaining when it's just two random people having a go at it on screen, you know? In fact, somebody uh, messaged a while ago to say, um, if, um, you know, people in their late teens and uh, early 20s want to see sex scenes, there's a lot of pornography available for them. They don't need it in mainstream movies. I I honestly couldn't agree more. Um, Like, even with the amount of, um, like how much sex is pervasive in our media now from like OnlyFans to like other kind of porn websites and the kind of uprising of um, sex worker representation. I think like if you did want that content, there are so many other places you could find us. And I just think that the goal of watching media is very different to the goal of watching pornography. And I think that's maybe where studios are getting a bit confused because it's not something you throw in, like catch people's attention. Like we're paying attention it's just that we want our attention held. Like, mm. I think in... I, I, I didn't watch it now, but I heard in Oppenheimer there's a 15-minute-long sex scene. And, like, you'd be, you'd be going out to the bathroom. Like, you, like, it's just... It's awkward at times. It feels strange. Like, the, it just... Especially when they're shoehorned in. Like, it's not... They're not real people, you know? It's, it's just uncomfortable at times. All right, stay there for one second. So less sex, less romance, um, because it's available uh, in other parts of the world if you want it. Alan is on the line. Alan, do you think there's too much sex in films? Adrian, two words. Sex sells, and that's what it does. Uh, Bond doesn't work without the Bond girls. Plain and simple. Uh, you know, this generation just seems to want everything, don't be mollycoddled and everything. If you want less romance and stuff, go watch it. Go watch a soap. Well, you get it in you know, that as well. Yeah, but they're making these movies because that's a, like sex is a part of life. Sex is a part of a relationship. That's what happens. Like, there's more STDs in this in the Gen Z than ever was, and it's continually rising, whether it's here or in America. I think it's twenty percent of Gen Z in America are watching porn the whole time. So you can't have a boys. Like, but sex sells. Always has done, and always will do. Violence sells in movies. That's why people watch them. People don't go to watch a film and go, oh, isn't that lovely? They, they just get on and hold hands. Wasn't that great? Okay, but actually, Adam, Adam let, me, let me put that back to you. Um, and it is a well-worn expression that sex sells, and that's why it is included in, in so many movies and television shows. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I agree and I disagree, right? Because, like, I think just because sex is popular doesn't mean that it has to be in all forms of media. Like, 
I, I, I know bowling is great, but you wouldn't do bowling during a football match because they're just they're two different things that are looking to achieve different things. You know, like I, I at least from the study, I, I don't think there's an argument that sex doesn't have a place in media or in film. I think it's just in the way that it's incorporated. I think people are getting a bit more frustrated with. Like if it is a part of the story and it is like a part of it, I, I don't think it's being molly cuddled to say that we're a bit more intelligent than just sitting there being like, oh, Jesus, look at them going at it, you know? Um, I think we just want more substance from our media. If, well, if there, we want you, there you go, Alan. Uh, so despite the fact that, as you said, sex sells, um, young people want less of it. Some substance doesn't sell. Uh, what movie's going to change that fact? Like Transformers, right, is all about violence and robots, violence, right? They're not going to change that the robots sitting down having a cup of tea and, and tapping each other on the back saying, good game, fella. It's not going to happen. So you're not going to change the movie industry, right? If sex doesn't sell and Gen Z aren't involved in sex, or don't want to watch sex, why is, so much, why is porn increasing across the states and across Europe in that age bracket? Why are STDs increasing in that age bracket across Europe and across America? See, this is more just, again, it's, 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 not, it's a study of some of these university kids in America are so warped, it's unreal. So relying on them for a study on anything is just ridiculous. All right. Good to talk to you, Alan and Adam. Thanks very much indeed, uh, both of you, for uh, your calls. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.